Fresh up out the courtroom, fitted head all black, number goons. Yelling free my nigga DJ drummer Dun Cannon. Let's stop a second, I need an understanding. First I say a bird, then I switch the words. You wanna lock me up for that? You got the fucking nerves. Oh man, I guess I ain't playing Phil. So I'm going back to the basic and I ain't playing Phil. Southern smoke. Got it, talk to him. You snitching mad niggas. I need to talk to him. You niggas give me gas. Tell me talk to him. Talk to him. Fuck you. Oh, man. man. You ran on your own, boy. Got it, talk to him. Talk to him. We're part of the game and just let me talk to him. Talk to him. Don't bring the beat back yet, nigga, let's rap My last album dropped in You may think I flop cause You ain't see me on BT and MTV, man Riding in that dropping Bet I got more money than some of them niggas That's on BT and MTV, man Gotta tell the truth So for niggas don't know Oh, I'ma tell you how I made a million or more I get 7500 Hey, got it was talking that shit, man. I ain't done though. I ain't done. Hold on. I got some more got it for you. This, this 2009 got it right here, man. That, that first cocaine you. Well, yeah. Hold on. Let me let y'all hear.
It been a long time coming, yeah. a lot of dope yeah. money Come on. Hustling, trying to dodge the cases This your boy, this yo, got it yeah. 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 The streets been begging for yeah. I had to go yeah. back to the basics This the intro to my life, intro to my world Ridge crest, a bombing, moving that white girl Posted up on the corner, moving that marijuana Glock fought on my hip, hollering out, you don't want it my clock stay clock, rocks in a mesh box, head gone and no lock. I'm a dope killer, a nigga ran in your spot, confiscated your block, and he didn't get shot. You's a whole nigga, and I remember you. Do you remember me? Eight grade leaving school, rocking up a corner key. T-tops on that seat, I was passing you. Bitch, scaling, swerving with your bitch on the passenger side. Shout it, let's ride. Real still spinning, so shout it, let's glad. She asking me why I don't get high. Cause bitch, I make 50 off a of 3.5. And guess what's up? Hey, 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 what it do, 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 what it does, what the business is. It's the BTSC 365 podcast. I appreciate y'all uh, letting me turn up with you for a minute. Appreciate those beers, my guy. And my gals. <laughs> Wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in, thank you. As always, thank you. It's very much so appreciated. So for the people listening right now for the first time, second time, whatever, last time, it's appreciated. And uh, y'all don't mind me, man. I had to turn up. It's Labor Day. And where I'm from, traditionally, maybe not in the last few years, but traditionally, we turn up on Labor Day. Where I'm from. Where I'm from. Shout out to everybody on the, from the home team that kicked it. Hope everybody made it back to their home destinations if they traveling or traveled. I'm kicking it right now, chilling. You know, watching watching game three of the Clippers and the Nuggets. Think it's tied up at halftime. Putting one in the air. Got some good libations. Doing good, doing good. Feeling good. A lot, a lot to kind of tap into. <coughs> oh, shit. <coughs> See, every week, every week, every week. But it was a few things that happened last week in the sports world that I kind of wanted to key in on. And I want to talk about something else, man. Just, just in general, you know. But I'm starting off with this, this hire of Steve Nash. And the Brooklyn Nets. So, we got a first-time head coach. First time. First-time head coach. He was just a special assistant, I think, with the with the Warriors last year, if I'm not mistaken, this season or something like that. Some kind of, you know, made-up title. Some kind of made-up title. Who knows? But, hey... That was his job. Now, because I'm sure KD and Kyrie signed off on it, but especially KD, um, now he's the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Jock Vaughn got paid a lot of money to be the 
highest paid assistant in the league to stay on the bench. I'm sure he's going to get a veteran staff. Half of them going to be black. I'm just calling a spade a spade, man. I'm just, I'm just saying what I feel. Why Jock Vaughn couldn't get that job? Now I've seen some of my, uh, you know, colleagues, fellow podcasters say, hey, man, you wouldn't hire certain people like Popeye Jones or Darvin Ham or something like that over Steve Nash. And they might be right. But damn, bro, Sam Cassell, Ty Lue. Mark well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep saying Mark Jackson, even though on social media I did say Mark Jackson, but I I reserve the right to not keep using him because I feel like the whole the 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 whole situation with him is after he you know likes he likes to flaunt around his religion and whatnot in folks' face and all that you can't do that and then be extorted by strippers. I didn't say this. On this podcast a couple of times, I'll keep banging that drum. I'm just saying, you know, he might be a good person. He might mean well and all that other good shit. But once you screw over the gay community and you a hypocrite, it's hard for folks to try to hire you. It's hard, man. And it's just like any other business. If you burn a bridge over there, you 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 talking about gays and all that shit, Nigga, please. You think they gonna hire you in the NBA? Shit. That ship is sailed, buddy. You better go coach in college. Or keep announcing games with your boy Jeff Van Gundy because ain't nobody hiring you for no NBA job. <coughs> Excuse me. That's just facts of life. But Ty Lue, hell, Mike Woodson, even though I think Mike Woodson is back with the Knicks in some kind of capacity, if I'm not mistaken. I need to grab his microphone. Hold on. This is how we're going to do that. So, I'm looking at the list of people that I thought, I thought could have had a chance. Casale, definitely. Hell, let KG no, nah, not KG. I'm just bullshit now. Now I'm now I'm really just talking. KG wanna own the woods. He don't want to coach the Nets. But I'm saying all that to say, man, in sports, just like anywhere else, it's about who you know and who knows you. More importantly, who knows you? You can know a lot of people. But who the fuck thinking of you? When they need something done. You feel me? Like, yeah, you know people, but but who knows you to say, man, I'm going to call him or her. I want to say one of the, the executives is a former teammate of Steve Nash's. So, you know, hey, it, politics, man, it, everything play a part now. Everything play a part. Ain't nobody not politicking out here. It be that way sometimes. But God damn. The privilege is just, sometimes it just be like, sheesh. I ain't saying the man, you know, Jason, they say, hey, Jason Kidd got the job without any coaching experience. Okay. Okay. I give you that. I give you that. 
Somebody else, they, they, it was a couple of, it was, it's funny, you know, it'd be funny when a motherfucker say, oh, that's privilege or whatever. It'd be folks instantly ready to say, no, nah, what about, <clears throat> excuse me, what about this example? What about that example? His former player. And I saw, uh, what's his name? Nick Wright point out the fact that it ain't but seven former players. There's coaches, two of them black. So, you know, you do the math. Out of 32 teams, you do the math. It's unfortunate, but, again, it's the game we play. Pun intended. And when you think about privilege, right, I'm going to skip over to the NFL for a sec. Because here's another form of privilege. Shout out to my, my, my homeboy who sent this to our group. <coughs> Excuse me. Josh McCown just signed on to be the Eagles, like, emergency quarterback. But this is how his contract works now. The Eagles are going to allow him to live in Texas because he was on the roster last year. He played a couple games. Started. So the Eagles are going to allow him to stay home in Texas Watch the team play while he being paid $12,000 a week because he on their practice squad and will serve as Philly's emergency QB. Man. Come on, man. They going to pay that man, <clears throat> excuse me, 12 bands a week just to sit at the crib. Just to sit at the crib. Like, he got to stay in shape, I'm sure, of course. But other than that, my boy going to be chilling. He playing 2K and Madden at the house. Hooping in the backyard, getting paid 12 bands every week. So if Wins doesn't get hurt, which he probably will. And I don't even know if McCown, like, he can't be the backup. He's on their practice squad, so it ain't like he on the active roster. But still, bro. Like, like, how good does that have to be? You know what I'm saying? Cap can't even get a goddamn workout. But this nigga get 12 bands a week to set his ass down. Mm, 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 mm. Sheesh. What life didn't say must be nice. We're going to stick to the football topics real quick. Jadavion Clowney signed with the Tennessee Titans. It's official. It's official. I'm not sure of the numbers yet. I'm not quite sure. I just know he signed a one-year deal. Speaking of deals, uh, Hop DeAndre Hopkins and the Arizona Cardinals are closing in. <clears throat> Excuse me. On an extension. Gotta 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 put the trees down. So you go from Larry Fitzgerald, who by the way is probably the most I wouldn't say underrated, but he's probably the most like consistent superstar. He's rated because he is one of the, the best at the position. I mean, ever. 
actually. But he's been on a losing team with the exception of the Kurt Warner years. It's unfortunate. The man has more tackles than drops. <laughs> Let that sink in. More tackles than drops. I got to quit drinking. I got to drink some water. I'm, I've been drinking yak for real. It's Labor Day, man. I told you I'm, I'm out here turned up. Michael Porter Jr. for three, second quarter. If you're listening, I'm watching game three. It's a damn good game. The Nuggets up by eight right now. But, yeah. So, Clowney's coming to Nashville. Don't know, you know, how many games he's going to play. Don't, you know, you know how it is for him. God damn, speaking of uh, Titans, Marcus Mariota, former Titan. Former Titan. Um, just got put put on IR by the Raiders. So Nathan Peterman will be Derek Carr's backup until Mariota returns, which will probably be like week eight, week 10, something like that, however it goes. So that's not good. <laughs> Damn, Marcus. Can't even call him Mariota. I'm calling him Marcus. Sheesh. But a lot of Titans fans are, some are happy. Some are, you know, not weary, but some are just trying to not get their hopes up with Clowney. They need they needed to do something after the whole Jarrell uh Kersey. I hope I think that was his first name. After the Kersey trade to the Broncos for a seventh rounder, which I'm still like confused about that one. So Let's see here. He got 15 mil for one year. Now that, that right there, that go to show you two things. One, nobody really wants to go to the Cleveland Browns. I, now, I know this, <laughs> Mike, you know, you might be saying, why am I saying that? It's because the Browns reportedly offered them either 17 million or 19 million. The Browns. He could have been on the other side of uh, what's my boy name? Uh, shit, Garrett, Miles Garrett, yeah, Miles Garrett. Could have been on the other side of Miles Garrett. OBJ on offense, Juice out there on offense. But he was like, nah, I'll take less money and live in Tennessee. I mean. I believe Clown is from the South. You know he played his college ball in the SEC, South Carolina. So maybe he just thought, you know, I get closer to home. And who you think has a better chance of winning the division? The Titans or the Browns? I mean, the Titans has proved that they can make it to the AFC Championship last season. The NFL is a, a league of parity, with the exception of, you know, the Patriots always making the playoffs. But other than that, 
in the AFC South. Titans, Texans, and not even so much the Texans anymore. I mean, I just talked about how DeAndre Hopkins is in Arizona now. Clowney been gone. They let him go to Seattle last year, traded him. J.J. Watt, I mean, as great as he's been in his career, he's he's still injury prone. Their defense is suspect. They did blow a lead against the Chiefs. So did the Titans. <laughs> So did the Niners. Damn it, man. Damn you, Patrick Mahomes. I digress. So I say all that to say, Clowney made the right decision. <laughs> he made the right choice. $15 million to live in Nashville for at least 16 weeks, 17 weeks, you know, hey. Damn near a meal a game. Take it. Take it. Take it and run. Hell, you might be in the AFC championship game again. Well, you might not be, but the Titans might be. Speaking of the AFC South, I just mentioned the Texans. Deshaun Watson signed a one uh what a six year deal. Worth up to 144 mil, I believe. 144 million. 111 guaranteed dollars. Big money. Dak still hadn't signed. People want to know if that's going to affect his money or not. So... It's going to be interesting to see how this all works, man. Watson's new contract includes a no-trade clause. Like, I'm happy for Watson because he got his bag, of course. But, man, look. Bill O'Brien... Not a good head coach. Okay, I was definitely wrong on the numbers. It was a four-year four-year deal worth $160 million. Great contract for Deshaun Watson. He's getting $111 million guaranteed. Like, he's 24 years old. He's not locked in a contract for 10 years. Hell, not even five. So... When he comes out of this deal, he'll still be in his prime. <laughs> With $111 million better to the good and $160 million if, you know, they don't cut him in two or three years. I got money say he don't finish the – well, not, not finish the deal, but I got money say Bill O'Brien won't be there. By the end of this contract. Good money on that as well. Good money on that. Probably one of the worst head coaches in in football. And I don't say that with any malice. I just, you know, 
Just I'm just looking at things. It's the eye test. Like the eye test tells me that Jamal Murray is a bucket. <laughs> That's what the eye test tells me. He a bucket. Donovan Mitchell, a bucket. These young bulls are buckets. And I'm loving every minute of it in the bubble. I'm watching this playoff game, man. And with the exception of what the Celtics did to the Raptors earlier, you know, this round of the playoffs then had a lot of good games. And it's like, I mean, game one of the, of the Rockets versus Lakers, for instance. Rockets blew them out. Game two, Lakers come back, get the win. But it's bubble basketball. Miami Heat. Damn near swept the Bucks. Damn near swept them. Giannis get hurt in the first half. Chris Middleton do his thing in the third quarter and in overtime. But it's because they playing against a team of real good, real good players. Not like a bunch of great, great, great overly athletic, overly great shooters. None of that. You playing against a veteran head coach who done been there couple of times, and you're playing against Jimmy Butler. Now, if you go back two or three shows ago, and I'm talking about the bubble, and I'm talking about hoopers and ballers, like some people just hoop, dog. Some people just hoop. Jimmy Butler, what I've been saying, is one of those people who just hoop. He just hoop, bro. He... He said it would be great to have his family there and all that shit. But he on a business trip. He know it's about business. Y'all see him looking like Django. Y'all see him looking like Django. But that's because he said he on a business trip. Now, I mean, everybody can't go on a business trip looking like that. But since he can go on a business trip looking like that, he going on a business trip looking like Django. And he doing business. He doing business, especially in the fourth quarter. Now, he fucked up at the end of regulation in the game yesterday. I fucked up, but, you know, it be that way sometimes. Now we're going to see game five. Will Giannis play? If Giannis don't play, then the series is over with. Like, the series it's over with anyway because you know, ain't nobody ever came down from 0-3 in the NBA. So, just depending on when it's over. Kawhi just carried the shit out of the ball, too. They didn't call it. But then he dropped a tray ball off in the motherfucking face. Man, I I don't I just don't know if I could accept trash talking from Kawhi. I know he's great, but I just don't know if I can accept hearing him talk shit to me. I don't know. I don't know. That was that was random. I digress. But I'm just saying, this bubble shit is different, man. You got to be cut different. Like, I think real shit, I think if the bubble was played, um, like, when the Grizzlies first started grit and grind, if motherfuckers had to play in the bubble then, you think anybody would want to see them then? Oh, hell no. You ain't got no crowd. You got no cheerleaders. You ain't got no... No vendors walking around. 
Bruh. Bruh. The Grizzlies would have won a championship if they played in the bubble. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Man, Tony Allen and motherfucking Zebo and Big Spain, man. Kindly, bro, them folks would have would have went in. The year they had Rudy Gay and all that, like, bro, that team would have won, the, probably would have won the championship in the bubble, in my opinion. My humble opinion, the original grit and grind Grizzlies. Say that three times fast. Sheesh. But the original grit and grind Grizzlies, if they played in the bubble, they win a ring. And you can you could have banked that. You could have put that to the bank for real. Them motherfuckers was hooping, dog. And they I mean the defense, bro, they was gonna lock you down. And just think, if you a team that need the crowd, bro, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna wanna be out there playing against them folks for 40. Man, shh. Man, them fucking be going in on you. All game long. Non stop. Yeah. So shout out to the Heat. Shout out to all the teams out there, man. They playing under these quote unquote harsh conditions. It's wild. Oh yeah, shout out to uh Elevated Creations too. They done they done man. They done hooked your boy up with some masks, bro, that are fire. You hear me? Fire. These joints fresh as hell. If you follow me on Instagram at BTSE underscore three sixty five. Then you'll know what I'm talking about. Hey, Lou Williams just stripped the shit out of Jokic. Stripped the shit out of him. 57-55, a minute left in first half. The Elevated Creations hooked your boy up with some dope-ass custom masks. If you're listening and you want one, get at me. $10 plus shipping, man, that you can get you one. Ten dollars plus shipping. Hey, I want to say also, man. Uh, shout out to Joe Button, the Joe Button podcast, right? One of the biggest podcasts in the world, or in the country for sure. So he's he's been. If you listen to him, you know he's been uh, talking about how he only has X amount of episodes left. Hey, I'm sorry. Hold on. Before I keep going, I, Paul George just scored and they showed his his old lady in, in the crowd and shit. <laughs> Woo, shit, boy. I just I just explained Paul George's uh situation with a, with a lady. You know what I'm saying over the weekend, and just like had a Google everything because you know he once was fucking Doc Rivers' daughter. They was dating or whatever. Then he cheated on her. He got a stripper pregnant. Then he he told he he offered her a million dollars to 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 end the pregnancy. She didn't accept it. Then he asked for full custody of the child. Then then it was like they reconciled. 
He ended that petition and got her pregnant again. <laughs> Woo! Hey, you can't make this up, man. <laughs> That's some real nigga shit. Not a real nigga shit. I'm saying that's being a nigga. <laughs> that man said, hey, look, I'll give you a meal. I'll give you a meal to hit this. No, Paul. <laughs> well, goddammit, I want my child. You know what I'm saying? Let me get this DNA test. I want full custody. She put it on him again, and he said, you know what, baby? We ain't got to do that. We ain't got to do that. I'll take it away. And I'm going to give you another baby. <laughs> but anyway, 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 anyway. Like I said, I digress. Joe Budden on his podcast pretty much, like I said, was telling everybody, you know, his deal with Spotify, contract to be up, you know. And he was just talking about ownership. Pretty much. That's in a nutshell. You know, some people questioning why would you why would you leave Spotify? Why would you not take the contract? And why would you not do this and why would you not do that? But it's like this, dog. When you got integrity and you got a plan and you know your work, you ain't gonna just take anything. You just can't go taking any old deal. Oh, you know, they wanted, he, this man was talking about how they wanted to edit the show after it was done. Like, the way his shit set up right now, like he said, he shouldn't be able to say the shit he's saying about Spotify on Spotify. But the way the paperwork set up, he can do that. And also, he talked about how the contract says one thing, but then they didn't, they didn't honor their part of the contract, but motherfuckers want him to honor his part of the contract. What kind of goof troop world y'all think we live in here? Why? Why should he? And if he really, if they really did come to Spotify to get information, because I mean, just to be one thousand, I'm not a person who subscribes to the Joe Budden podcast. Actually, no, that's a lot. I do, but I don't listen to it. Each time it comes out, I might catch an episode a week or two after it, you know, the drop. Maybe even a month. But you mean to tell me that this guy is crazy? You know, he was talking about Charlemagne and the shit Charlemagne was saying he should be doing. And it's like, look, Charlemagne, me and you, we not fighting the same fight. We not, we not, nah. We are not the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We are not the same. So, don't, don't, don't sit here and act like you know what's going on or you care about what's going on. And that's to people in general. Because in reality, this this man say he owned the show. He owned the show. 
so if he owns the show, owns the rights to the show and all that, then shit. I wouldn't be trying to give up nothing either. And the information, like, what is the stream worth? Like, motherfuckers are listening to me every week. 30 minutes to an hour. Appreciate y'all, too, by the way. Just listen to a motherfucker talk shit. 30 minutes to an hour. So, just just know that the Joe Budden podcast is uh the information that they that they looking for that they say they got that they that they need it. If it is shared with the world, it's a very good listen. If you're a podcaster listening to my podcast right now, I I, I advise that you go, you know, YouTube some Joe Budden podcast clips over the last week or so, and you will, you will get a lot more information. But it's very very, it's not just for podcasters. I think it's for people in general. Like, man, if you're doing something, you in business or whatever, you're creative and, you know, somebody's offering you money for stuff and, you know, but not giving you the information. It's probably because they don't want you to have the information. They don't want you to know. So it's up to you to go find out. If you want to find out. If you seek it. Whatever the hell I don't know I, I'm high. I forgot what what is it something if you if you look for it they will come or if you fall I don't know if you know what the fuck I'm talking about just uh, hit me up on IG <laughs> Twitter at BTSE underscore three sixty five let me know oh yeah random shout outs shout out to uh, Full Sports Press podcast shout out to Break the Press podcast. Shout out to Chicken Coop. Had the grand opening this weekend. Haven't been in a couple weeks. I need to go this week, man. Get that good old hot uh, lemon pepper. And some of that Coop juice. Heard the Coop juice busting. What else? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Dope Shit Only Crew. Meet the Press was a success last night at Lavo Lounge. And uh, I got to admit, I knew a lot of the artists that was there. But there was one artist named Lil Stain. Now, I know if you listening, you probably like, who? And y'all know me. Y'all know I don't listen to a lot of young niggas. I don't listen to a whole lot of young niggas. I just don't. But that man had a song playing. I ain't know it was him. After I heard it, I went over to another artist and said, hey, man, you did a great job. I saw him. He did a dope job. But I was like, who the fuck is this playing right now? That nigga bumping. Then you fast forward to later in the night. He do a performance. And the whole spot rapping it word for word. Like, I'm I'm listening to him like this, this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, he real deal bumping, man. Real life bumping. I can't remember the song. I just know that he had the whole club rocking. Whole club rocking. Rocking. For real. You know what? I was listening to something earlier. 
Some old T.I. That's how I'm ending the show today. Some old T.I. No, no, no. Before I go also, shout out to John Morant. Won Rookie of the Year, made it official. Boy celebrated by going to love with Curtis Givens. <laughs> John Morant's so Memphis, man. Hey, he perfect for this city, bro. I swear to God, he perfect for Memphis, man. Like, after having Mike Conley, it's refreshing for Memphis to have a John Morant. Like, that's the only way you could go. Like, after having Mike Conley for eight, nine years, you you need a John Morant. You need a John Morant. So, look, man, y'all stay easy. Stay safe. Appreciate you tuning in. As always, tell a friend to tell a friend. Love yourself if you don't love nobody else. Stay positive. Uh, keep it pimping. It was something else, though. It was something else. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? Man, look. No, no, no. I want to say this. I want to say this before I go. I can't end the show yet. You know. People People always, like, everybody going through shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody going through shit. Some. We all going through some shit as one, and then we all going through some other shit as in, you know, you got your own shit to deal with. But I just want to say, man, don't, don't, don't think it's just you. Don't think it's just you. It's not. A lot of people going through a lot of stuff. So do your best to keep it moving, keep it pushing. Um, don't get too down on yourself. Don't get too high on yourself. You know, somebody got it worse. Trust and believe they do. It ain't just you. <laughs> it ain't just you.